on episode six of Act to Live, we wanted to explore the definition of self-compassion further as defined by author Kristen Neff and what that relationship with self-compassion might look like for each of us. So come on, let's take a walk. Welcome back. Back again. Back again, Jamie. God. Back again. This is craziness. It is now our, what, sixth episode? Yeah. Sixth episode? It's flying by. It is going crazy, 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 but it's fun. It is great. Um, You had an um, idea. Jamie, um, for this um, show. Um, I did, I did. You did, yeah. So it really came out of a book that I read recently. I like books, good. Yeah, and I guess I should probably back up because I guess the story that led up to finding this book would probably be helpful to understand as well. So, um, you know, in the past year, I've moved back to the U.S. after spending two years living abroad in Japan. And, you know, then we returned to the U.S. and moved to a completely new place. So it's been lots of transitions, lots of changes. And I'd like to say that I didn't have expectations going into this whole repatriation process. However, I think that I did. Um, without knowing it. You know, when I moved to Japan, I think I expected that it would be difficult and it would take some time. But, you know, moving back to the U.S., I don't think I thought that it might be equally, if not more, challenging. Really? And so, yeah, it's kind of, I guess, another new place, but just feeling like, well, at least everyone speaks the same language and I'm in my home country, it might be easier. But you know, over the past year, I've kind of found myself almost having to redefine, you know, what I'm doing, and meet new friends, create a new network. And I'm still really far away from friends and family. So in some ways, it's not that much different than when I was in Japan. And so I've noticed myself, and I will admit, probably judged myself quite a bit for it, as I've been noticing, Um, you know, just not being patient with myself and feeling like I'm not meeting these expectations. And to be honest, I don't always know what the expectations are or who gave them to me. And so I kind of found myself in the last like month or two getting to a place where my internal dialogue was not too positive. And I was kind of, you know, browsing online. Um, I love to read different kinds of self-help and growth type books. And I stumbled upon this book by Kristen Neff that was called Self-Compassion, Stop Beating Yourself Up and Leave Your Insecurities Behind. And I was like, oh, you know. I don't know anyone who beats themselves up. Um, Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. And I just thought, 
self-compassion. You know, I think a lot about the word compassion and, and being compassionate and teaching compassion to people, but self-compassion. So it just kind of made me think, Scott, like, when you hear that, when you hear the term self-compassion, like, have you heard it before? And, and what does it mean to you? Wow. That's, I, that's a excellent term. Uh, self-compassion. I, I guess when I hear that, I, I, I think, you know, um, how do I allow me to be kind or to possibly give, um, uh, possibly give, um, myself some space, some, you know, like, um, latitude to maybe not be a perfect person. Um, how do I be, um, kind possibly, um, um, to me? Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I, um, what I, um, think about. I, 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 I guess though, I would have to know, like, like, um, um, what the word itself means, um, um, compassion. I don't, you know, know what it means. Well, no, and I think that's definitely, that's a good point. And she talked about in her book, what the word compassion meant. And you know, what's funny when I heard her definition, it kind of stopped me in my tracks because I think, you know, we probably all would say like, oh, I know what compassion means. But when I saw this definition, I think the first thought was, I don't know, that's what I thought it meant. But the word compassion actually literally means to suffer with. Really? Yeah. To suffer with. Huh. Well, that just, it changes everything to suffer with. Okay. And it's, it's interesting too, because this idea of with, you know, kind of makes this idea of compassion, but also this idea of suffering relational in a way, right? It's something that we all share and we all experience. Ooh, with experience. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Okay. All right. So, um, um, what else, um, did, did, um, Kristen say? So Kristen it's interesting. Neff, right? You said? Yes. Kristen, Kristen Neff. Neff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So in the book, she basically goes over the three elements of self-compassion and then from there, you know, gives you ideas on how you might you know, target some of those different elements. So it's really breaks it down into a way where, you know, you read this book and you're like, oh, I might, I might try that. So the first element of self-compassion is this idea of self-kindness versus self-judgment. Judgment. Which we've talked about probably more than once already. I think so. Yeah. And so it's that idea that when we're being self-compassionate, 
we're being kind, we're being gentle and understanding with ourselves rather than harshly critical and super judgmental. And she made a a point that I thought was really interesting, but she talked about how self-kindness is an active process. So we're actively comforting ourselves as we would comfort a friend that was suffering or that was in need. So it's not just saying, okay, I'm not going to be judgmental. It's actually actively learning to comfort ourselves in those moments of difficulty. Ooh. So, so is it about then almost um, moving a little bit? So um, active or I am... Um, I'm trying to like, like move through being kind. Exactly. Maybe. (laughs) Well, and I think it's, if we think about, you know, seeing friends or family who are suffering, you know, most of us don't just stand there and watch them suffer, right? We usually want to do something, whether that's just saying to them, I'm here to listen, or giving them a hug, or, you know, saying, let's go out to dinner, let's do something to take your mind off what's bothering you. I think it's that same idea with ourselves, instead of just saying, okay, well, I'm going to be kind, we actively have to work on comforting ourselves, just like we would, you know, our friends and family. Oh my gosh. I like that. I've never really... Um, thought about actively, you know, um, maybe um, comforting me and even how to do that too. Right. Um, Yeah. And then, so like the next element is this idea of common humanity versus isolation. So it's the idea that we are connected with others you know, in this whole journey of life, rather than, you know, feeling like we're the only people who are struggling. And I think that's where this idea of suffering with comes in. You know, if we feel like what's happening, this difficult situation is only happening to us, and it's 100% our fault. I mean, how isolating is that? You know? Well, Well, yeah. And, you know, and I... I think that if there are like two things that every person, every human shares, it is um, um, joy Mm -hmm. and also um, suffering. And we all know how those things um, feel to us. So that makes sense that 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 as a a common bond mm-hmm. all of us can share uh, can share um suffering suffering well, exactly with. yeah and i think you know it made me think about something you and i have talked about many times you know we've talked about this idea of of stuttering right and i don't stutter you know, and so sometimes I'm like, oh, I could never understand. But the idea that, you know, 
we all experience similar emotions. We, like you said, experience joy. We experience suffering. You know, we experience anxiety. We experience happiness. Oh, yeah. And that's something that unites all of us. Now, we may have a different experience that sparks those emotions. Sure. You know, but those emotions we've all shared. And I think that's a really powerful way to think about it is, yeah, we're all different and we all have our own stories, but instead of those own stories being something that separates us, it's like those components or those emotions that have occurred throughout our stories actually bond us together, you know? Oh yeah. That's, I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. All right. Yeah, and then the last element that she talks about is this idea of mindfulness versus over-identification. So, you know, we've we've touched on mindfulness a little bit so far, and I know it's something we're going to talk much more about in future episodes, but it's this idea of just being aware, being aware to what's happening kind of in that moment and trying not to push it away or ignore it, because we know that when we push things away or we try to ignore pain usually comes back even stronger. Um, and you know, it just helps us to be aware of what's kind of going on and like responding to it versus reacting to it. Right. So if we're, you know, really focused on what's happening and we kind of exaggerate it, then sometimes we might get really reactive and we almost make this false sense of, of reality, you know, we blow something out of proportion, perhaps. I don't. I don't know who would do that. I. I, I definitely <laughs> never, ever would I ever think about ever blowing anything out of proportion. It never happens. It's doesn't. I wouldn't do that. Right. I mean, and I've never in my life overreacted. So you know, um, I've never seen that. No. You know, and that's the thing, right? It's human nature to overreact. We all do it. And so it's this practice of just being more aware of where we are and not trying to change it or attach any meaning to it. Um, and yeah, those, so those are the three elements. And as I was, you know, reading about these, I was kind of reflecting on, you know, how well maybe I do some of these or maybe which element might be the most challenging for me. So I don't know, Scott, thinking about those kind of three elements of self-compassion, is there one that's sticking out to you that you feel like is really easy for you or you do pretty naturally and maybe one that's a bit more challenging? (laughs) All right. So we have um, three of these, right? Mm -hmm. And the first one was um, self-kindness versus self um, judgment, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea of being kind to yourself, being kind to ourself, and trying to to um, trying to um, limit the harsh kind of um, harsh um, judging thoughts, mm-hmm. and then the second one is. Um, Common, uh, common, um, 
humanity versus um, isolation, right? Yeah, like seeing ourselves as part of a kind of, you know, family, that everyone's together on this journey of life instead of feeling like you're doing this all alone and you're the only one that's suffering. Okay. And then there was three, and that was... Um, mindfulness versus over, I, over, I, over, I, I identification. And I, like, um, what was that again? The, the over identification piece? So that over identification is usually the idea that we are ignoring what's going on or we're exaggerating kind of what's going on versus focusing on being a bit more mindful and just being open to what's happening in those moments. So looking at that suffering perhaps as objectively as we can versus trying to push it away or judge ourselves for feeling it or exaggerate it. So basically it's just this idea of being more mindful. Okay. So if I had to think about myself historically so for most of my life um i i would say i i I probably um i did a lot of self um judgment and i i i felt as if i was um uh alone and kind of just um suffering mm-hmm. um alone too um a lot of that due to how i thought about the way i talked and um and it stuttered however i think if i have evolved in the past we'll say five years or so if there's something i do more of it's probably um being really um really um mindful and um present about where i am and trying to not um trying to not um push things away um as often and to really see things for what they are and not try to put in like um judging ideas or thoughts as often as I can. I know that it's a natural, um, natural, um, a human thing to have like, like a negative thoughts and, um, and, um, judging thoughts. However, I've been really trying to work on that. Mm-hmm. And I think out of those three things of being, um, of, ha- of like trying to 
um, create or um, cultivate self kindness or common um, common um, humanity and um, mindfulness. I think I I put a, a lot of energy and thought into being as a mindful as mm. I can and present as I can. Um, and that's probably um, um, where I am um, um, right now. I'm working on on the idea of self um, kindness. And I think our our last um, episode about about um, self care kind of held a, a, a me start heading down that road too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how about you? Like, it, it, is it, it, is there uh, one of those three elements that are easier um for you or harder vice versa well i think in general being self-compassionate is challenging (laughs) for me and you know as i think of these different elements of self-compassion i definitely would agree with you that you know over the past couple years i've been focusing on being a bit more mindful and i think you know, if I really think about it, being mindful, I think is what brought me probably towards reading this book, right? Was that recognition that, you know, my internal dialogue was not so positive and was not helping to motivate me to actually want to do things. Um, I feel like common humanity for me, you know, I love connecting with people and listening to people's stories. And I think, you know, different life experiences have really helped me to recognize that while we all have a lot of differences, we really have so much more in common. And I think, you know, living in Japan really helped to solidify that even more for me. But I do think that that self-kindness part is probably the most difficult for me historically and also currently. You know, my parents and friends and teachers have always told me that I'm sort of my own worst enemy and I'm significantly more, you know, critical of myself than I ever, uh, you know, are, um, of other people. So I think that's the area that I want to continue to focus on and you just be more cognizant of the language that I'm using with myself and, and sort of put myself in that situation and, and almost ask myself, you know, if I had a friend or family member that came to me, you know, talking about the same situation, like what would I tell them? And it probably would not be what I'm telling myself. So I think that's something to kind of keep myself in check. I like that. I can, I can um, see that, that for you, that um, 
that you really enjoy that um, idea of of being um, with other people and kind of listening to their um, journeys in life and kind of feeling that um, common um, ground, you know. Um, yeah, I see that in you. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think you also share that quality, you know, and I think that's one of the things actually that helped motivate us towards this podcast too, is this idea of having these conversations about things that, you know, everyone is probably thinking about and wondering about. Oh, for sure. So what do you think might be a really effective action um, question or action event for this um, for this um, episode? Well, I'm going to go with an action event, and I'm Ooh. actually going to credit Kristen Neff on this one again. It was great. I know it was. I'm loving her today. (laughs) I know it was one of the exercises that she actually talked about in her book, and it was really connected to this idea of cultivating self kindness. So learning to be more um, kind with yourself, and so it it might seem a little bit strange. I'm just going to put that out there. All about being strange here. (laughs) She suggested. This idea of either on a daily basis giving yourself a hug. I like that. Or myself. if you're not really comfortable with that, imagining yourself giving yourself a hug. And the reason that she, you know, suggested people trying that is that, you know, research shows us that that connection, that comfort we feel when, you know, embracing one another um, just helps to feel good. And so instead of us having to, you know, rely on other people for hugs, which is still wonderful, we can also, you know, give that comfort to ourselves. So it's a challenge for all of you to try if you feel comfortable with it, giving yourself a hug or even just in those moments when something doesn't go right, or you're just tired, imagining, you know, approaching yourself with that compassion, giving yourself a hug, letting yourself know that it's going to be okay, even though in that moment it may not feel like it. I like that. In fact, you know what? I am, um, I am hugging, like, um, hugging um, myself <laughs> right now, as a matter of fact, Jamie. You, you see go. that hug? It's I a good hug, it. I think. I see it. It's a strong hug. And you know what's funny? As I was reading this, Scott and I always joke about, you know, body language during presentations. For some reason, I'm always crossing my arms, you know? And some people have said, oh, sometimes that seems a little bit like standoffish, but perhaps I'm actually just giving myself a hug all the time. <laughs> oh, look at you. I like that. Let's turn it around a little bit. I like that. All right. So our our action event is to give is to give um is 
to give at yourself a hug or just um, imagine yourself giving giving uh, giving yourself a hug okay I like that very cool well <clears throat> I think um, I think um, that is our Um, show um, and thank you all again for hanging out with us uh, um, have a great day afternoon and week and we will talk with you soon thanks bye welcome we're the act to live podcast I'm Jamie Machise, along with my friend and co-host, Scott Palasic. You can connect with us on acttolive.com and our Facebook page. You can also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and acttolive.com. Act to Live is a place where we observe everyday life, pose questions, and facilitate conversations together as we walk on this journey of life. We hope that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other, that we can all become the best versions of ourselves. So come on, let's take a walk. My dear will grow.